genre. Everybody, welcome to Tales from the Showbox, the once weekly Wednesday podcast where we talk about comic books. My name is Adam Sheen, and I'm here as I'm always here with Sean Petit, Yo, Casey Crawford, Hello, and RJ Blake. Hey, yo. As a courtesy, I want to remind the listener that this is a spoiler heavy podcast. If you haven't read the stuff we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to spoil this for you. So I'm going to give you timestamps in the episode description so you can skip anything that you might need to skip. Our top story this week is The Flash by Jeff Johns, book one by Jeff Johns, Angela Unzetta, Scott Collins, Tom McCraw, James Sinclair, Doug Hazelwood, and Prentice Rollins. A lot of names for a lot of book. A lot of artists. A lot of artists. Lots of pictures moving real fast. (laughs) And if we missed anybody, you know, whatever. Nice. Good one. Saved it. <laughs> <laughs> really bounced back on that one, bud. So how is everybody? How are we? Fantastic. <laughs> I know that sounds sarcastic, but I'm doing generally well. <laughs> well I'm, I'm, good. I'm glad for you. That's good for you. It's yeah, great. it is good for me, right? <laughs> good for you. Good for you. Uh... I think, uh, you know, in the shit. continuing, <laughs> in the continuing saga that is my diminishing health, um, uh, I came to a very fun conclusion. Right, so I I still have a doctor's appointment like next week, so maybe they'll tell me I'm all completely full of shit. But all of the uh, oh. all of the detective work I've been doing up to this point, I can I know a couple things. Right, I'm definitely allergic to synthetic rubber. I'm pretty sure I'm allergic to like petroleum jelly and mm-hmm. like. You know, polyester is irritating. So uh, what's the common theme, right? I'm allergic to crude oil. Guess what that means? Dinosaurs. I'm allergic to dinosaurs. Dinosaur. Dinosaur dust. Chicken nuggets you can't have. Like a regular (laughs) dinosaur, you'd be fine. (laughs) Dinosaur blood turns. Like you can go to you can go to Jurassic Park. You just can't like hang out in like Jurassic Park's like holes. (laughs) <laughs> the, 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 the pits the pits where they literally the become pit. goop that's yeah the, the, yeah over where hundreds throw, of millions they, of years you can't Gotta, go to the pits where they throw all the uh fucked up jurassic park dinosaurs <laughs> that didn't make it out of the uh, gotta skip process. the holes tour of the <laughs> Wait, jurassic that's, park. Their whole, that's their whole secondary market the right the, the oil that they produce of having yeah. a dinosaur yep. farm is you can make your own oil Exactly. Well, you just have to somehow figure Fucking out how brilliant. to spin, how to how to let sixty five billion years go by for it to turn yeah. into oil. That's the that's the trick. Well, that's that's not my problem to solve. I yeah. just had the idea. <laughs> that's a big oil problem. I will hire problem. the right people to make those decisions. You can't. I mean, honestly, become... it would make oil a renewable resource if we could just bring back dinosaurs and then figure out how to farm speed up dinosaurs and that's then turn them into up. crude oil. That's pretty <laughs> up. Also, you can't it's, become it's, Moon Girl, so. It's also just I mean, as fucked up as the entire uh, um, food industry, like f- f- uh, factory farming. It's exactly the same. Yeah, it's n- it's not as fucked up when you realize what glue is. We've just described glue. We just <laughs> described glue. <laughs> well, um, we get glue was, from was... animals that do other stuff. We're not making things you can eat, just you to have glue. You probably eat dinosaurs. <laughs> I'll bet dinosaurs would taste delicious. But Dino, also, here's if the... we're also getting dino steaks, then I'm in. Okay, Dino cool. jerky. Dino ribs. I want, I want those Fred Flintstone ribs. <laughs> <laughs> you can, and 
and then you turn into an instrument. You turn Mm -hmm. into a xylophone. So like, yeah, you use every part of the animal. That's the trick. Absolutely. Absolutely. The funny part is that I was talking to Zach about this. So we're coming to this conclusion and Zach's like, oh, you said you like dinosaurs. Somebody, oh, one of our favorite movies is Jurassic Park, you fucking phony. And I'm like, no, no, you know what happened? It's like a shellfish allergy. When you get too much, like I like dinosaurs too much, and my body builds up a resistance. Are you trying to, the to say you you're allergic to petroleum because you watch Jurassic Park too much? Honestly, is that what you're I had too many dinosaur zoo, too many dinosaur zoo books when I was a child. I, I was, I was you gonna ate say too zoo many dinosaur shaped chicken nuggets, and now you're oh, too much. Too many dino nuggets. That's a shame. Why Can you not eat all, dino nuggets all still? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure. I don't think they're actually made of dinosaurs. You should yet. test it out. Well, just in case. Technically, <laughs> aren't they? Because didn't dinosaurs evolve into birds, and then birds oh. we raised them, and then grounded you birds into birds. Like, smashed birds are pretty into dinosaur much dinosaurs. shapes that we now eat. Birds are uh, pretty much I, dinosaurs. Last time I checked, I'm not allergic to birds. Uh, I've been friends right. with multiple turkeys IRL. Uh, turkeys so are I, barely birds. Oh, <laughs> they're 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 mostly dinosaurs. Um, but yeah. I I have had <laughs> firsthand Jesus. my. Uh, my, my cousin well, who listens go. will attribute to uh, my uncle raised Jesus multiple Christ. turkeys as pets uh, and uh, they were cool. The, no, no allergic reaction there so I, uh, I think I'm allergic to their predecessors. <laughs> Tune in next week when Casey's list of allergies doubles again. <laughs> yeah, for, for real, dude. I mean, the fucked up part was that I finally got so fed up that I just bought a metal keyboard to use at work because the keyboards are made of plastic. And I was like, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I'm out of options. I'm out We're going to get to the point where you you hop on to record and you're in a bubble. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a goddamn bubble boy. But you know what you're the bubble's bubble made boy. out of? Also plastic. Yeah, you can't really do that. You need <laughs> yeah, like some sort really of It's made of dinosaurs. We can't. <laughs> Everything clear vinyl sheeting. <laughs> it's just a giant sheep stomach that's stretched out. <laughs> I'm in. It's fucking. You just sew a bunch of sheepskin condoms together so you can get a bubble. I mean, I already replaced my entire wardrobe to be 100% cotton. Like I, I, am, I am in a lot of debt. And so you're just so you're uh, so itchy and hot. Yeah, yeah. And you can't always, eat Dino Nuggets. Just I'm like just why even bother itchy. anymore? I'm poor because I've replaced my entire wardrobe. Uh, well, that was a pre-existing is- condition, right? Oh, the the shopping was also a problem. Oh no! So yeah, being poor was a pre-existing condition. Oh, pre- being poor was a pre-existing condition. Also, <laughs> buying my feelings through a shopping addiction was a pre-existing condition, mm. and this has just made both worse. Uh, mm. So, I like how I went straight to sheep stomachs, and like glass was right there. Like we already have glass. <laughs> it, she oh, could be allergic to glass. The, we don't know. Just, Maybe glass next week. Glass isn't very. I had to go straight for the weird fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre solution. Glass is tough because it doesn't change shape when she needs to change rooms. So you need something that's a little more malleable. Mm. Yeah, glass. I would just immediately break into a billion. (laughs) Or she basically, if not, we could put you in like a tank. Is what I'm saying. Well, if if not, she needs a elaborate tanks. I'm surrounded by. Right. Exactly. That's why. Yeah. If you go glass to go to other rooms to keep safe, you're going to have to have an elaborate set of glass hamster tunnels that are built for you. You'll be a flash oh, villain you know, soon. You got me back in. I'm back in. With it's like, it's like Magneto's prison. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just throughout your whole fucking house. Except Magneto's prison is entirely, gla- uh, entirely it plastic. All, it's it the opposite. It's plastic. Yeah, that's right. It's the, the opposite. It's been Magneto, though? but he's covered in hives. This is such a this is such a difficult problem to solve. Like, seriously, like, literally fucking everything is made of plastic. I like, no, man. Uh, I know. I'm aware. And that's why it's been like. Have you, have you gotten an actual allergy test yet? 
No, because I it, it takes four months just to go to a doctor. I They're coming mm. up. Excellent point. <laughs> Excellent point. Uh, it's happening. I've just been trying to just survive in the meantime, and everything gonna, hurts, and everything itches. You're going you're gonna to go to the doctor, and it's going to be like, you're allergic to glass. It's going to be like complete 180. I'm going to go to the doctor with a like full spiral notebook of like all of the things I've deduced and not deduced. (laughs) And they're going to look at me like I'm fucking insane and be like, you know what? Maybe if you had an appointment four months ago, I wouldn't have this. But here I I am. I categorize all things into two different categories, things that itch and things that don't itch. Yeah, 100%. I've absolutely done that. You show up with like acupuncture needles. I'm not sure. (laughs) You show up with like acupuncture needles and like breathing apparatus and like electricity sparking through you, and you're like, I think I figured it out. I all right, I'm so close, guys. That's the thing is, everyone's making fun of me because I keep coming into work being like, I figured it out, and it's like, no, I fucking obviously haven't. But like, it turns out it's life. I'm allergic to existence. I'm allergic to modernity of of life source. Just, just, uh, just modern life, modernity as a whole. You just gotta go just... back, yeah. And the really fucked up part is that I figured out since the last time we were on, um, uh, the fake nails that I used to wear. That was part of the problem. Um, it makes me really sad because I they are now intrinsically attached to my self esteem, my claws. Um, and now I can't wear them, so I'm a I'm a broken person. I'm you're I'm just gonna have to grow your own, Casey. I know I hate fake it. nails, so you're gonna be like, I've, so, someone's figured this problem out. What? Oh, find, I bet I bet you can. I find mean, once nails. I once I get a better idea, I'm gonna try acrylic. But yeah. then you have to like pay someone to do it, and that I already established that I'm poor, so it's like I can't do the cheapo ones. I do myself is the problem. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Welp. That's unfortunate. It's all unfortunate. It's all bad. And nails like nails are just gonna be in disarray. They they're bad. Look at them. I'm I'm a I'm a shell of a person. I'm yeah, I'm like- I'm half the woman I once was. I can't even do the nine to five clicky clack that Dolly does. Dolly Parton song, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was a niche joke for like five people that listen. Mm. Anyway, what's up with (laughs) y'all? Um it's a great question. Yeah, let's talk about anything besides my problems. Everyone's heard enough about me. So we've recently, uh, Christina and I, have, we've been just like randomly rolling through different movie franchises. Like we recently went through all of Predator. I mean, I mean <laughs> all yeah. of Predator, including all AVP. Predator. Terrible oh, I'm sorry. idea. Yeah. But then you Truly had to pray, so you ended on a high note. Ended on a high note. Pray was great. Uh, yeah. So we've... But then you had to do Predators before Prey, so that's rough. It's like Yeah, a, there was some bad so shit It's darkest there. before dawn, almost. You know? So our newest... Um, insane franchise that we've embarked on uh and it's so great uh is the uh, fast and the furious franchise i knew it i fucking knew you were gonna say it and no. it is incredible illegal get um, out because fired. christina's Damn. never seen them before uh, did she watch one. the first one and realize that it is just point break oh we're three down oh it okay. is just point it is just break. point break with cars yeah i watched yeah. i watched i'd never seen any of the fit uh, mm-hmm. uh the fast and, fast furious, and furious movies until a couple, like, probably like a Dude. year before COVID, right? So, like, four or five years ago. And <sighs> so I watched I watch it. I it came out the first time, at least. <laughs> I watched it. I'm just like, why did no one ever tell me it's just a ripoff of Point Break? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's ex- it's identical. I think everyone way, knew that, except- and everyone was fine with it. But no one talks about it. No one yeah, brings that up. That feels like well, an cause important... Because they, they're so far, oh, yeah, no, much they're very past far past that now. Past that. Yeah. Um, 
Because we're watching them in chronological order. Cause, is uh, this also um, going to culminate great. in you going to the theaters to see Fast 10? Is that what this Absolutely is? Absolutely not. I will not give them money. <laughs> they have enough money. <laughs> pirate them. It is your, um, it, yeah, it is your legal and, and moral responsibility to pirate Fast and the Furious movies. Just, just <laughs> the so only far, one I will condone. The number two observ the the top two observations coming from Christina. First of all, she's like, "Yo, these are terrible," but we're having a good time watching them. Yeah, of course. Uh, she's described them both as um, the number one word is just unnecessary, and I can't think of a better word to describe oh, most scenes in that movie. <laughs> absolutely, I mean, uh, most entire movie franchises are unnecessary. But I mean, yeah, there's just so much stuff they put in there. Like, I think. Per Rotten Tomatoes, they get better reviews, but I think it's because they just slowly start cutting out the melodrama and just put in another action scene. So people are like, this is great. Yeah, um, no, it's a, I came here to watch uh, Dom throw a car at a, a helicopter so uh, over a dude. Grand Canyon. Yeah, the second one doesn't even have Dom in it. Whoa. It's great. I know, right? I mean, I'll bet that's probably the best one. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, because you get Tyrese, you get Ludacris. Um, and we've also decided uh, Paul Walker is an android that has never seen human people before he filmed Fast and the Furious. Or, or cars, <laughs> apparently. Uh, yeah, because um, he... R.I.P. Uh, Paul Walker. <laughs> R.I.P. I'm about to fucking roast his corpse. <laughs> he, he acts like he's a robot. <laughs> no, he's not a good actor. He was not a good actor. A but shame it's that so he died, good but not good because there's so job. many bad actors in that franchise and it's the just hilarious that he's like the tentpole of it and i love and it so much and the funniest part <laughs> is that they they went so full circle on having every so bad good. actor imaginable that now they have like charlie Theron and fucking uh kurt russell and shit and dude it's just there's like, one with idris alba yeah how did you get good actors? i can't wait I, I need it i'm I so excited for the journey to find out how he's in a movie i, I don't can't know wait. Post uh, the wire, Idris Elba took a lot of. He was in like Ghost Rider two, and he was in a Star lot of Trek shit. And Pacific he's Rim. also he was in, in a ton of stuff. Yeah, Counterpoint Luther, though. Like, no, not saying he's it, not but... a good actor. I'm just saying that that dude was taking any paycheck. He was that on came the Nick Cage route for a little bit, just yeah, kind of yeah. taking also, anything Charlie across Theron, his desk. Both Charlie Theron and uh, Idris Elba were in Prometheus, so I guess I'm my, just very excited uh, is, to is... continue on this journey. Um, it's been a great time. They are so insane. Uh, and it's so great just watching Vin Diesel just be. And just think of that conver- that comment he made about like talking about mythology and just watching Fast and the Furious through that fucking lens is incredible because he didn't want to be in the second one because he didn't want to like ruin the uh, reputation or art of the first one by making it a franchise. I'm like, oh, I love you so oh, much. Vin that's Diesel. so good. That's so I love good it that so he much. Said that and now they've made ten. Um, they've made ten. <laughs> So that also says the man who was in Triple X, <laughs> which is just he just played Dom in that movie. Exactly. Uh, I yeah. saw a really good meme that was Modoc from no uh, Pitch Black. Sorry. Uh, oh yeah, Pitch Black too. Uh, Chronicles of Riddick. Um, no, I I saw a meme that was uh, the Ant Man Quantumania Modoc, and it was Modoff, and it was uh, Dom's face on Modoc, and it was mental mental organism designed only for family. And I, oh, I, it's the best. I haven't, dude, I'm fucking in. Dude. Best thing to come out of Quantum Mania, if you ask me. So <laughs> I haven't seen Quantum Mania. I killed RJ. And I He's dead. To believe that that those Modoc pictures are real. They're not. Oh real, no, they're right? real. I refuse no, to watch not. it. <laughs> I'm good. Fuck I'm you, good, no, man. I don't need it. <laughs> I, I've been, I'm in a Schrodinger's cat uh, area right now, where it's both not real and real at the same time. <laughs> so I'm just going to leave it where it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think I'm going to uh, see that movie. Yeah, those yeah, are I'm my. Uh, I'm that, done. Those I'm are, done. That's our next like eight weekends is uh, watching Fast and the Furious. We're three in. We got seven more. <sighs> eight more. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have, I'm watching uh, the chronological seven. order because Tokyo Drift is technically the third one that came out, but it takes place like after the sixth one. I love putting stuff in chronological order. I'm I'm currently trying to put all of Tom Hanks' movies into chronological order. Just talk about <laughs> unnecessary. Hobie <laughs> <laughs> has been in a lot of movies. Let me tell you something. No. <laughs> By the film, no. the film's fictional. Setting where do you put, or where like do you put Tom Forrest Cruise's Gump? chronological order of his Forrest life. Gump, Forrest Gump is really hard because where do you put Forrest Gump? Because technically, it should take place when he's telling this. Technically, it should take place when he's no. When he's on no. the bench and telling the story because that's like nineteen ninety four. That's when it should be. You gotta yeah. you gotta all start Forrest Gump and then pause it at each section and then watch films <laughs> yeah, in like, between. You just you just cut oh Forrest Gump into this timeline. Like you, actually have Forrest Gump wander through the Tom Hanks <laughs> timeline. That shit's too weird. <laughs> I got nothing. I I'm broken. You've broken me. I, uh, we probably should get out of here cuz this I is should a, pitch that to, to Scott Corelli over at uh Franchiseography. See what he thinks about that. I feel like they've done the Frass franchise, but if they haven't, man, oh, I'm doing it myself and it's so great. Anyway, we're like an hour into this fucking show. We should probably speaking start. of blowing got, shit up. Who's got last week's comics? I don't know. Maybe. Hopefully, this came out last week. Um, Superman. Yep. Nope. Superman number one <laughs> by Josh Williamson, Joshua Williamson, and Jamal Campbell. Uh, Superman is back, and he's looking at, great. He's looking swole, bro. As opposed to. I'm just saying, this art, he's looking hella swole. This art is so good in this book. I love how he comes up and this thing starts with him fighting Livewire. I'm just like, this... Livewire. Just go home. You're going to get your ass beat. (laughs) I love Livewire. No, she's great. Uh, But, like, so this book kind of starts off. He's fighting Livewire, and all while that's happening, he's hearing... There's these green text bubbles he's hearing telling him to just, like ignore bystanders and to like melt her face off with heat vision and all these different ways to just end this thing like quickly and as ruthlessly as possible um and he's just like can you shut the fuck up please so he's he's hearing and talking back to whatever it is um and then interspliced with that we see luther in prison um for general lutherness (laughs) yep um, and then we kind of get the snapshot of the daily of the life and at the daily planet, a uh, Clark still Clark, you know, still, a just a so big Clark to be in an it. office building, just clerking it up. Still Him living a lie. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, but now, um, Lois is in charge of the, uh, she's the editor now at the daily planet. So she's fucking, she's the boss bitch. She's you the, also missed the really cute part about him beating uh, Livewire. Like, she interrupted a, like, wedding ceremony, and, like, the priest, like, ran uh, off. Yeah, like, the officiant yeah. ran away because there was so a fucking... he decided to do villain. it. So there's just a bunch of, like, like Polaroid photos of Superman being the officiant and then, like, carrying everyone at the, like, yeah. uh, the fucking reception. Like, Livewire's so the great, like, uh, great... Uh, like current character to use to be like a canceled podcast host. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Because <laughs> her, you know, her being a, a radio DJ, it's so funny. <laughs> She's the underrated uh, character to get Harley Quinn. Right. Right. 
I love her. Um, yeah, just kind of, and I like this Clark. He's got this voice talking to him this whole time, telling him just to like giving him guilt. So he's as he's working as Clark, like writing up a story. Um, this voice is basically telling him, "Oh, how long did it take you to write that? Forty-five minutes. How many people died while you were writing this mm. article?" It's like, damn. All right, so he goes up to the roof and he's listening to, like music and stuff. And him and Lois have a nice, nice moment, kind of recapping us up about kind of everything that's going on. He's got a lot on his mind. Obviously, he's trying to not hear this voice and then he has to go superman it up um there's this giant swarm of nanobots transforming the lexcorp building and it turns it into supercorp <laughs> it looks uh, like so uh disney like it looks like something out of the invincibles it does it's great yeah, like everything is superman that. branded it's yeah. so funny <laughs> it's like superman not nanobots superman um building there's like a yeah the low the l turns into the s like yeah on the, on the there's the like a promo part. like fake commercial for it to help like do it so <laughs> i like his hangar of vehicles that i'm pretty sure have all been like made by kenner at one point in time <laughs> <Yeah>. oh yeah <laughs> and this is like all since i guess lex got arrested this is like what's happened to he wants to help superman out help quote unquote um so at this point we find out um, you know, he goes off to fight another thing and Mercy's uh the what's her name? Mercy uh, Mercy. Mercy Graves yeah. is running it. He sh- he's in contact she's in contact with Lex to kind of organize everything and as he's fighting this monster we find out that the voice he's been talking to is actually Lex Luthor sitting in his prison cell and we the crux of this first article is or issue and arc is going to be instead of Superman going against his old villains, he's cleaning up and fighting against Lex's old villains, all the enemies he's made over the years. And, and so the, he's, the, they've kind the of like reason, teamed up in a weird way. The, the reason that he's been hearing Lex is really interesting because he explains it as like, yeah, there's certain people that I've just like naturally tuned, tuned myself into, into yeah. so that I'm like constantly kind of aware of what they're doing. Uh, and Lex is one of them, and now he can't fucking shut him out. <laughs> so he's yeah. just, Lex is he shut it. him out, and, and Lex, Lex knows shut it and is using it. Yeah, I definitely he's, so thought like, that uh, it was like he was stuck in his brain, and that they yeah. were doing like he had like a mini Lex in his brain. But no, that's what I was thinking at first. It's, it's, it's just actually him, literally Lex talking to himself in prison, and Clark can't. <laughs> yeah. But over here, so like, so does yeah. Clark hear everything Lex says, even like you know normal everyday like i think so i think he can that's gotta be annoying yeah i think that was like the impression like certain people he's tuned to them like all the time unless he has like something else to distract him so which is which is cool and horrifying if you think about the implications of that that he's just always eavesdropping on like also like lois and jimmy because he wants to keep them safe but it's also like can i have some privacy can you not yeah yeah (laughs) no i literally Um, can't i just this is but also, I love um, that like uh, Lex gives Clark a uh, a hologram of Jor-El. Be like, oh yeah, he knew that there- Jor-El was in uh, your-, your house, so he figured this would be comforting, and he knows it's gonna piss Clark off. So Clark <laughs> yeah. goes immediately to the prison to be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And it's like, "Oh no, it turns out um, if you don't accept my corporation." You're gonna have to the in the contract. Everyone gets fired, so you're gonna be responsible for everyone in Metropolis and, yeah, losing their jobs. And he and he's gonna fucking stay because he's Superman, and obviously, yeah. So it's a 
Lex has kind of trapped him once again. Yeah, he he <laughs> definitely played a like yeah, it's it's yeah. And then there's some really cool um previews for the stuff coming forward. Yeah, uh, it looks neat. Also, uh Jimmy keeps talking about this girlfriend that nobody believes is real. That's gonna be the villain, mm. right? Like one hundred percent he's gonna be dating whoever. Or it's just him mystery. in a or it's him in a wetsuit. <laughs> and then the the ending is, is with it, a tuxedo under it with a wetsuit yeah, under that the, exactly it ends on brainiac right it does but uh yeah. there's, there's a preview brainiac. page there's a preview page before brainiac and there's like clark on a horse and then there's like some crazy character at the bottom that like to yeah. be revealed and i think that might be or... I, I it's like know. kind of fuzzed out it's sorry it's fuzzed really out is the horse comic oh the horse I know uh, because it's a, it's it's a brown tell. horse and it looks oh. like it's in the desert. Um, but no, it's, yeah. yeah, it's kind of giving you some panels that might be coming up as it's kind of introducing that this is probably Brainiac that's fucking with some shit. Yeah. And, and Luther, the, the Brainiac voiceover is like Jor-El told Krypton that it was doomed and no one believed him. And L- Luther is the one telling Clark, like something's coming and you have to be ready. And it's Brainiac. Uh, no one, no one believes yeah. Luther saying it. So that's it, it's really interesting um, switcheroo on all of the. All it was the, a great like, kickoff to this uh, to suit this number. It was a great number one kind of. It looks great too, as RJ was saying. The art's awesome. Yeah. No, it's uh, yeah, it, it's got me hype. It was a really good hype issue. To start yeah, with. I'll probably check out the rest of this until yeah. I inevitably forget one issue and then I don't read it for three months. <laughs> classic classic uh, me well on an episode of entirely number ones i also have a number one um this issue oh, this is, is all local it's all number ones one's a one shot but the rest are all number ones. um local man uh written and created by tim seeley and tony fleeks uh with colors by brad simpson um this one's really fun uh essentially a 90s superhero like a grifter style wildcat superhero <laughs> on a team like a like a young blood cyber force style wildcats team um, yeah, an old gets canceled. image comic yeah it's it's it, and this is an image comic so he gets to make those references which is really fun oh i um, wasn't sure if this was a real 90s image comic or if no. this was like a made up it's a fake 90s 90. image comic but he keeps name dropping like malbolgia and youngblood and shit gotcha. like he's name dropping actual image There's... characters so theoretically yeah. this fake this fake team was in the real image superhero stuff from right. the 90s right? i know it's so edgy but there was no image superhero named softcore <laughs> no yeah it was anybody wasn't that edgy. i mean you know um, who knows? <laughs> they got real close to that, but they did not go that far. Um, but yeah, essentially, uh, this was uh, I forget who the superhero's name. Crossfire. Crackjack. Cross- crack- <laughs> Crackerjack. Was that it? I think it was Crackjack. Crossjack. No, Crossjack. 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 Yeah, because like everything was an X. Because he, he has everything because he has a fuck. No, he's just an X yeah. logo. He's the, he looks like uh, gr- uh, Maverick or like Gambit. He looks like a mm-hmm. like, stereotypical yeah. X Men character. With sh- yeah, with a shield. With the yeah. Um, so yeah, so he's Crossjack, and he gets canceled for, uh, unnamed reason as of yet. Yeah, he um, got, he got kicked off the team, right? He got we kicked don't off know the why team. yet. He got right? fired. He got, uh, <laughs> legally forced to never superhero again. Because uh, he doesn't own the right to the actual character name. Yeah, because it's like, yeah. it's like a corporate yeah. thing. And yeah. then he has to go, uh, with his tail between his legs back to his shitty hometown called Farmington. 
um, which is like his Smallville, and everyone, including his parents, fucking hate him. Fucking uh, hate him. <laughs> they hate him so much, and it so seems good. It seems to be that like he left on the terms of like I'm better than all of you. Fuck you. I'm out. And then went off to be a big bad superhero, and then did something horrible that we still don't know what it is. And his um, dad is definitely Dan Aykroyd, right? Everyone else sees 100%. that. One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I, I absolutely see that. Um, it's pretty good. I like his old dog too. It's like you were like fourteen. When are I you moved a mortal? Away. How fucking <laughs> old are you? A lot. There's Pepper, a lot of right? really good moments like that. That's just like the character building that has nothing to do yeah. with like the superhero thing. Um, and and part of it is like him reminiscing about old girlfriends on like Facebook and like seeing what they're up to. And as he's doing that, he comes into the bar and is immediately like, wow, no, you're not welcome here. And he's like, come the fuck on. Can I just have a beer? I've had a hard fucking day. And as he's in the bar, his old uh, arch villain from the same shitty neighbor or same like shitty town, uh, Hodag, Hodag? Comes, Hodag. Yeah, uh, comes, comes to fight him in the, the bar. And he immediately goes into like superhero mode and like grabs like a trash can lid and uses that as shield and beats his ass. And they kick him out of the bar. They arrest Hodag, and I like how they're like, "Get your cookie monster ass out of here!" He's like <laughs> a fluffy, like yeah, he's got like a blue monster suit, beast suit on almost. Yeah, and then and then a day like he he rekindles his friendship with like his old high school love, and then they're like it's sitting in a diner talking about the old times, and as they're sitting there. Third gen, his young blood style superhero group shows up in their fucking third jet or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, their X jet essentially, and they're like, "Hey, uh, so someone put your whole fucking thing on YouTube, and uh, legally you can't do that. You can't be a superhero. You're not the, allowed uh, to use a shield or shield like object. The, yeah. yeah, the shield, the shield is copyrighted. He's like, it was a fucking garbage lid. What? And they're like, no, yeah, it, we're we're serving you with a fucking Dude, lawsuit. That's, for- that's so I, fucked I want, up. I want man. a McFarlane toy line of these guys. Oh yeah, I think they that are. would be fucking hilarious. The one guy is just well, Maul from Wildstorm. Yeah, it, 100%. It, he would be a that big chonky boy that comes in every one of those McFarlane toy lines. Yeah, he's just like yeah, a big 100%. chunk of plastic with arms and legs. Um, and and good news for you, there is a McFarlane style, uh, Liefeld style mini yeah. comic at the end that yeah. is yep. that was a nice a, touch. A, a third gen comic where you get to see what the comic fight actually the looks desolators. like. Desolators. It's so that's good. Great, that's a great fucking I also, name. I love that like the the whole comic was written and drawn by two writers and artists. So yeah. like, yeah, uh, which uh, we love, you know, big Tim Seeley fans here and Tony Fleeks did yeah, the, uh, sure. the um, uh, Stray Dogs is like the thing that I recognize his name most recently from. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so it, it's really cool that they got to, like, change up that art style. Like, when he starts fighting Hodag at the bar, they change art style to, like, look a little bit more 90s, which is really fun. Um, but yeah, then there's also, uh, Hodag was actually coming to warn him about something very cryptic and evil. And um, he gets he gets real murdered in prison. Dude, he gets, yeah, he gets, yeah, he gets, he gets a little murdered. murdered. It's yeah, he fucked got, like, up. I want to say... Dare I say triple murder? Ooh, he got he, real murder. He got real murder. murdered. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and, and I dare I say, is it a spawn character? Because he's covered in chains. 
Oh, he is covered in chains. Or a Spawn-esque character. That's what I mean. It's not Spawn. Yeah. I know a it's not Spawn. Spawn-like but if it's object. A, a Spawn-like villain hero Entity? thing. That, yeah. yeah. yeah or is it, one of these, is it one of these desolators? Like this Fright Side? Mayhaps. Mayhaps it is. Dude. Soft Fright Side. Painkiller. Pain yeah. Merciless. That's pretty good. I like that yeah. one. Yeah. Yep. That's a good and, one. And then, like, his clearly his, like, girlfriend of the team was Neon, and she's, like, barely wearing, think, like, a loincloth. And... I think he was just into Neon, and I don't think it was... I think it was a distance. I think that's part of why he got canceled, because Something when he's talking to she... his... Well, when he's talking to his mom, and she's like, everyone knows what you did, and then he has, like, a... like There's just, like, a single panel of him thinking about Neon. So I yeah. think... Like, because Neon's dating the... Yeah, Neon dates Camo Crusader, the like Captain America, like leader of the team. Yeah, the Punisher, Captain America, nineties fucking battle pope, strong boy. Yeah, Yeah. battle pope. Dude, some Uh, of these fucking ones. Air Raider is like an Air Force pilot that fused himself with his plane when he crashed. If that's not the most nineties fucking thing you've ever heard, and nothing. Dude, Big Island sacrificed himself to a volcano and got alien tech. (laughs) I just, I love that. There's a little letter in the back uh, by Tim Seeley about like literally like reading 90s image comics and loving it and deciding to become a a comic book writer because of it. And this is like both a love letter and a satire because it's just like, look at how dumb this shit is. How incredible was it? You know what I mean? And taking that and turning it into like a murder mystery set in Mm -hmm. our reality is so much fun. Um, I really love this book. I just love the little like adverts for like other image comics that they have done or people that are like involved with this comic that's pretty great yeah exactly it's just like go read uh you know stray dogs uh hexware which we've talked about on here infidel which yeah. is fucking incredible you know like all these Infidel's different really good um hack slash obviously because that's what made tim silly super she was great i haven't read that in forever um but yeah uh th- this is so much fun and I-, I i love that we're now at a point where like kids our age and i say kids i mean 30 year olds um are making comics and <laughs> and taking the things that they grew up on and and turning it yeah. on its ear and like deconstructing that's what makes it comics cause... great like that's the best thing yeah, exactly. about comics yeah it creates that cycle stories. yep yeah love it so on a different note i guess uh still another still Good number transition. one We're still, still riding the number one train <laughs> I got Blue Book number one by James Tynan the fourth, Michael Oming and Klaus Janssen. Um, so we've been enjoying James Tynan's um, Department of Truth a lot, which or is everything. Oh, yeah, we have just yeah, which yeah, is kind really. of kind All of uh, his big high strangeness epic with with history mixed with fiction. This is a kind of a high strangeness. Um, a high strangeness anthology but using real stories like these are just yeah like real weird um <laughs> things that have happened allegedly people, people that have encountered aliens and cryptids and things yeah uh, so but it, it's it's, it's based around P- project blue book the the infamous um chrono- chronological uh history of, of ufos and shit like that but so we start with um the the betty and barney hill story like we get a little snippet of that um an american couple in the 60s who claimed to have been abducted by ufos and it's it's told in this really cool style we get like a, yeah, a three open. color separation of blue black and and white which is really cool um 
So we kind of get the very beginning of that story. We also get um, a second half of this, which is this weird story about this reported sighting of a flying man on Coney Island in the 1800s, which is really cool. The, The history of Coney Island is really bizarre and weird. And Coney Island in the 1800s was this very odd, lawless, like bizarre place like we get a little bit of the story of topsy the elephant which was an elephant that killed somebody in a circus and then edison got to electrocute it to death the Um, whole reason we use acdc current is because edison murdered a fucking elephant and beat uh tesla because of it i would love to go to this Mm. giant elephant shaped flop house that'd be dope yeah the elephant shaped brothel that burned down like everything else in coney island (laughs) Coney Island was a, such a weird place. There are all of these amusements and and buildings and and weird shit that eventually just got corrupt and burned down. It's just the story yeah. of New York. <laughs> it's the story of uh, everything eventually. Um, but there were these sightings of this like flying frogman along the coast of uh, of Coney Island. Frogman. Frogman. The Mothman. It's, I'm uh, sir. That is a Mothman. So, that is a Mothman. Yeah, got... Anyway, <laughs> but I, I, I'm excited to get more of this. We only got kind of a taste so far in this first issue, but uh, yeah, this really has been putting out his. Uh, this has been going for a while, I think. On yeah, this Substack. has been on Substack for a while. Oh, okay. The thing that I that I mm-hmm. find most interesting, specifically about the Betty and Barney Hill portion, is pointing out the the credibility of Betty and Barney being like. Um, lawyers for the, like the NAACP and like uh, like volunteering in their free time for the they're level headed yeah, serious they're, people they're yeah. a they're an interracial couple in 1961 not people that would want to ruffle feathers you know like not people that would want to just claim to have been abducted by aliens for no fucking reason they didn't want to be in the public eye they and wanted they to just skeptics. live their lives and be yeah and they were fucking skeptics and you know so like to point out all of that stuff out first and foremost and to to like lay out the whole reason they were there and like why they were driving through the middle of the night and like all that stuff before we even get to the abduction. Like it's just, it's literally just the initial sighting and the thing following them and them seeing it, you know? So I, I, I really appreciate that approach because it does, it's, it's the part that, that lends it the most credibility is just like, number one, this is the first. So like no one could, they, they, they described grays before anyone else described gray. So like giving it this, like, I don't know. It's a really fascinating story. And I feel like people knowing the full details, including the credibility of Betty and Barney is really important to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I also just finished, uh, the Mothman prophecy, uh, the book. So like going right from that to this was just like, like I was, I'm, I was primed. I'm all stretched out for this. Like I'm ready. (laughs) <laughs> let's fucking go <laughs> so man, glad I, might get this, his, um, I might get the sub stack just so I can I yeah can... this has been going for a minute I'm, I'm, we're starting to see a, the sub stack comics from a lot of the big creators that we, we follow they're coming out as image books now mm. well, uh, public... so this, this is why oh, the, uh, the department mm-hmm. of truth release schedule has been all wacky huh this is yeah, it this well is that it. and he's writing four other ongoing books that are all fucking great that too. Yeah. Um, yeah. That too. <laughs> well, Public like, Domain I, by Chip Zdarsky's his was a Substack one too. So there's they're starting to hit, which is cool. 
to see yep. if you're not a yep. Substack person. And I, yeah, you know I'm, me, I'm I love a digital a good comics horror anthology. And this is made yeah. even better that these are true stories. Well, like quote unquote true stories, because with high They're strangeness, true. it's it's hard to They're really. True. You blur the line True. between fact and fiction a lot with True these kinds story. of stories. Casey has the Mothman lamp to prove it. <laughs> I know. I just re- reading reading John Keel like he's so far up his own ass. It's like going oh, yeah. from that to this. It's like all right, you have to take everything with a grain of salt with these people, I guess. <laughs> well, I'll show you I a mean, Mothman. I got one in the closet. Just give me one second. <laughs> I, yeah, that's is that also, a threat, uh, Adam. I, Adam. <laughs> Talk talk like that is how you get a men in black on your fucking doorstep. So you better be careful. Yeah, no, they're listening. I'm gonna start getting weird phone calls now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Well, do, do you want hearing that theme song. Speaking of strange abductions, that works, right? Sure. Sure. It's Clayface encrypted. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Oh yeah. He could he be. 100%. Absolutely. Um. All right. So my yeah. pick is Batman. <laughs> Batman. One bad day. Clayface. Um. By Colin Kelly. It was a rough day. And Jackson Lansing, Germanico, and Romula Fajardo Jr. Um. This is another one in the one bad day line of books where it's supposed to be like a a killing joke, like esque thing for each Batman villain but really it's just kind of like a showcase of of each Batman villain which is I'm, I'm fine with right. um, anyway this is the yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's not sticking strictly to this killing joke right. it's just doing it's own thing that was a weird prompt anyway I don't yeah. know why they, they built it as that uh, like the, the set that's coming out has killing joke in it because they're, they're not doing a joker one but it's still a weird like what does that mean Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, Jack, uh, Jackson Lansing and uh, Colin Kelly just kind of took this as an opportunity to write the best Clayface story I've read since Tynan put him on his detective comics. Yeah, um, I agree. Clayface is my favorite Batman villain, has been since I was a kid and watched the animated series. I love him. Just a weird mud pile. Um, mm-hmm. and <laughs> I've always wanted to see him versus Plastic Man. Well, it'd be weird. It'd be like messy. hard to that's draw, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would just <laughs> be yeah. Huddy versus Mud is just yeah, yeah. That would be. I don't think New York would recover. <laughs> um, it would get sticky. Fast. Yeah. Mm, so, gross. This story is essentially Clayface has left Gotham behind. Um moved to California in hopes of becoming an actor, uh, kind of reshaped himself to... Uh, Quite literally. Yeah. He's posing as someone named Clay. It's like, come on, man. Um, <laughs> Dude, I know. I, I love when they do that shit. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Uh, so, yeah, he's, he's in this disguise, got a job, is, ki- is trying to break, uh, you know, break in as an actor um, in Hollywood. And... Uh, he takes his friend to an audition and his friend is like a comedian and is like kind of, you know, it's like, I don't know if they'll take me for this role because I'm not a serious, serious actor like you. Um, they both audition and Clayface, um, every, every like line read he does to, in the audition is like dramatic and like over the top emotional. And they're like, uh, it's like, you're, you're being a, He's like, you're putting it on a little much. And they're like, yeah, this guy is like, you know, pained and like, 
tortured and uh they're like yeah we get that but it's a it's a lot uh we want it we want something kind of silly we're looking for like a silly on this right. um i, 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 I love that. people like he's like literally a murderer and it's like okay can you just like make it like peppier yeah <laughs> and you know um, he came up with the fake name clay because he almost introduced himself to somebody as clay no Pitts, right? that's that's a good headcanon i like that my name it's is like, Clay. My name's Clay. Uh, Clay. It's just Clay. Yeah. Just Clay. Just, we'll just go with Clay. <laughs> Last name Face. <laughs> Last name Face. Last name. Last name Fake. Fake. Fache. Facade. Um. Anyway, uh, so they both audition for this role, and then you know they they're like, uh. Don't call us, we'll call you. And Clayface is like, they they just don't understand the or my vision. Um so Yeah, the, the vision. Yeah, so, it's all about the vision. So his friend is driving and they drive to brood on a on a cliff, um, like you do when you're in Hollywood, I guess. Um and Clayface sure. is kind of like monologuing, he's just like, you know, they don't they don't understand they uh I understand this character better than they do. Um and then the friend That's reveal- being a bad actor though, right? Like your vision as an actor is whatever the fuck you're told to do. I That's mean, what makes a good actor a good actor. Sure. But that right? I mean that I, I'm well, even though Clayface is a is a fictional Batman villain, I'm sure that that sentiment isn't isn't you. Well, he's trying to bring to- something to the character, but when they're like, hey, we're not looking for that, and he's like, Well, too, this is what it is, it's like, well, that's not gonna work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's he, a job wants- interview. <laughs> he he wants to you know he wants to pour he wants his, to make art. pour his soul into it and yeah uh this is because this is his big chance um and they're right. just not they're not vibing with what he's putting down um it's not what they're looking for anyway so as he's do as as he's you know kind of venting to his friend uh the friend reveals that he actually got the the part um because he like we mentioned he was a comedian so uh the way he's like yeah I brought a levity to it that they enjoyed so uh clayface uh plays him he just he he's now Clay, part of dude, him. Plays him hard yeah i, I like plays i like how hard. he 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 becomes him and then he he goes on the job and he does the job the way he was going to do and then the director was like what the fuck is this i thought we went with I a love, funny guy i love that the job is the killing joke by the yes. way yes 100 yep <laughs> that was it's fucking great so good yeah that uh, was fucking yeah, i lo- i really he's, thought he's that got was the, good uh the the um the red hood like helmet yeah. thing and he's mm-hmm. oh my god it's such a good way to so like interweave the prompt into mm-hmm. the, it's the story um yeah but yeah so, like you said yeah he he runs it like he did meta. before yeah. <laughs> so he gets on set and as adam was saying they immediately like are like this is not like what happened who the fuck are yeah, you what the, are you the doing? casting director <laughs> comes into his trailer and screams at him and is like what where was like what happened to when you auditioned? Like we wanted funny. Um, so essentially things ramp up. Oh, and- I just got that they wanted funny because he's the fucking Joker. Because right. this is the killing joke. Yeah, because yeah. because he's a, he was a comedian Good in the movie. Grief. But Clayface yeah. played it too sad and you know, like yeah yeah. Anyway, uh, so things ramp up and essentially uh throughout this this portion when he's on set, it essentially uh ends up. As him, as the whole cast, he is—he's essentially he murders murdered everyone. Yeah, he murders everyone on set and is playing everyone. He's the director, and he's the—he's oh, the main God. actor, and the—he—he just becomes everyone. Um, 
He's doing hair and this makeup. Is, He's doing it all. Right. This is also the um the plot of it's like a darker version of that Mysterio, like that Mary Jane oh, book where Mysterio it is kind of kills. Oh, yeah. yeah, he like becomes the director because the director didn't want to do his right. biopic, so he's like, I'll just do it myself and I'll pretend to be you. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> you know, I've worked on a couple of small productions that have devolved this same exact way. <laughs> And into into a genocide. <laughs> well, no, it's just one person going, "Fuck you guys!" I could do this myself, and then mm, you know you're left yeah. with just one guy and then murdering everyone. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Like how much of it is like realistic, like actor, like egomaniac actor having an outburst, and then also him being plain yeah. faced. So he's just yeah, like, "Fine." Yeah, like, what I'll if that myself. actor could just kill people and be yeah. I just, uh, because I started reading this as like Alan Tudyk clay face because oh yeah yeah because there's an episode where he. There's an there's an episode where he does the same thing, but with uh, Billy, Bob Billy Bob Thornton. Thornton. Oh my god! Uh, but it, but it, this is just cranked up to fucking That's eleven. Great. But yeah, but also like he ends up like bit. winning an Oscar. Yeah, <laughs> and he's playing Thomas Wayne. So yeah, he's playing like, Thomas Wayne. Yeah. So he wants to go hang out with Bruce Wayne to like get into character. Oh my god! <laughs> um, but like the beginning when he's like practicing his lines, like that was my head cannon, and then it just goes to a much darker version yeah. of that as the book goes so, on. Yeah, so it ends with him essentially absorbing the director and then like getting the call from a producer being like, Yeah, we're gonna um we're gonna cancel the production. We'll get you. We'll he, he starts changing everything. Right. Yeah, he, he yeah. starts changing everything and then Yeah. Um They backgirled his ass. They <laughs> He backgirled himself. <laughs> um and then so uh having murdered many people in the span of <laughs> a few days uh leads to attention and um he ends up at this party where he invites his other acting friends well, it's because it's because he kills the rich guy financing right. the exec financing yeah. everything and throws a party as him yeah <laughs> so he's like throwing this huge party and all his friends show up and then that's when he he like reveals to them that he's clayface and they're like wait like the murderer from Gotham, <laughs> and that goes about like exactly the, as well you as, as you would expect. Because they're they're looking for his other friend to, from the beginning, from the, beginning and like, the actor, yeah. And then because yeah, like they're like, uh, you guys were together, but now you're not. Right. And you just said you're Clay. Yeah, you face, came so home the from is he? that hill, and he never did. It was really weird. <laughs> and now you're Clayface, <laughs> um, bro. Where you at? Um. <laughs> So he uh, kind of escapes out the window, and it starts raining, and uh, and Batman shows up, um, and he's like nine people, uh, and he's like, I just want like, Wayface is like, I just wanted you know a chance, and he's like, doesn't matter, you murdered nine people, like, uh, so yeah, in one day, Batman has a you murdered an entire set, like you murdered the PA. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> yeah. you just want to bring people the coffee. Boom. Um. So I love this uh, clayface capture boy, gun that Batman's got. He's got like a boy? ghost trap for dude. Clay it's yeah. awesome. He he's got he's got awesome a gadget, gadget dude. He's got a gadget yeah, to quickly handle great. clayface. <laughs> There's yeah. an app um, for that. Yeah, it's awesome. And so, uh, uh, the the way that they write clayface, it's so like. There, there's so much empathy in their clayface because, like, even though he's murdering people and you know, um, 
like it, it's i don't know you still feel bad for him and it's just like this kind of like this guy who just like really wanted a chance to to make mm-hmm. art and um i love their the way they write basil it's like such a great um you know you know what it reminds me of um like in vibe only uh you know that movie good time yes uh starry starry uh robert pattinson it's like you really yeah. want to the, the kid the kid's trying to do the right thing and he's trying to just like get money to help his brother so he decides to like rob a place and it just keeps going worse and worse and worse and he keeps doing <laughs> bad things to try to like solve the problem and it's like it, it's the exact same thing where it's just like oh man it really got away from you huh you thought you thought you could only kill one person and do this but then it just you just yeah. had to keep doing that to keep to keep it going and, well, and not- it gets a lot into his his brain too of like people putting him down and like you know him trying to trying to like scrounge up self-worth as he's uh killing people and like yeah you know, I, I was gonna say he's like he's like Sure, he's a tortured artist and all that, but he's also a murdering fuckhead. So, like, well, sure, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, but but like, I think they he, write him. They a, write him with a lot of empathy. He contains multitudes. Well, quite literally. <laughs> I always liked Clayface for that one because, like, yeah, like, especially in Tynan's run, they give him that other side where he wants. He's trying to be a different version of himself. You know, RJ. But ever like, since you brought up Swamp Things teeth. I can't, mm-hmm. I couldn't stop thinking about Clayface's teeth, like how he has teeth and eyeballs. Well, yeah. he at least was human before he got Clayface. And he can, like, he could theoretically not have teeth because he's a shapeshifter. I yeah, think right. he, choo- he chooses to have teeth and yeah, eyeballs. Yeah, Clayface's rigidity is kind of an interesting thing, isn't it? it can, yeah, he can make it be whatever he wants it to be. I've always had this, like, I really want to see Batman fight him at, at one time and just start rolling out giant stones that he heats up and killing him. I really want him to be killed. Or put him, put him on a big wheel, like a big yeah. pottery wheel, yeah, and like, like make him big into a lazy vase. Susan, just like... Yeah, and then glaze and then, uh, and then fire him. Yeah. Yeah. I really want, just like, where's the clay part of the clay face? Get, uh, really get like Seth the- Rogen to turn him into a vase. <laughs> also, Clayface played by Seth Rogen is a really good headcanon for his voice. I feel like mm. for some oh, reason. Oh man, and, then, yeah. and the fact that's that he solid. makes pottery that's is even solid. funnier. Yeah, um, that's pretty solid. That's a good one. I also just love the uh, like. There's a whole number one. Uh, it's a lot of the book is is structured like a screenplay. Yeah, yes. all the narration is, is the, like sides. Very meta. There's um, um there's and, like parts of this of the script cut into the comic, like. The yeah. scene direction and um, stuff and like uh, things will be highlighted and it's really cool. I also I really like uh, the whole the, the whole tortured artist thing is interesting because at what point do you have to like believe in yourself and believe you're doing the right thing and like not listen to the haters and at what point are you actually just bad at your job? Yeah, because like, at some point you have to be able to work with other people. You're gonna make yeah. So like having the the uh per- the persecution complex, like the martyr complex of like no one understands me, and I and like uh, I just I just want to do a good thing, but having no boundaries where like sure. you can't yeah, just yeah. do whatever you want because you can just turn into other people. Yeah. It's really interesting how this snowballed into that 
and, and like the very last panel is like him as every single one of them saying, I'm very open to feedback. Yeah. <laughs> well, the end is essentially him in Arkham with like as a like a little face in the corner, like in the center of the room. And he's like spread out and he's like reenacting the film and he has like constructs of all the other. He's having group took. therapy with himself. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I love the, like, the, the fight scene with Batman. Batman uh, is, like, punching him, and there's, like, every panel, Batman says, a, like, a different name of, the per- of a person that he murdered, and um, Clayface is like, I'm everyone, I'm anyone, and then um, Batman is, like, kind of, str- like, fighting him, and he's like, which means you're no one, and that's highlighted. Um, Boom. I don't know, it's just a great uh, kind of one-off for, for Clayface. I really enjoyed it. I Yeah. I thought it was well done. And the art is excellent. It's so good. It, yeah. Really, yeah, yeah, DC's art is getting awesome. really, really good lately. Every DC book, the art looks fantastic yeah. these days. I love yeah. Zermanico. He's a great artist. Yeah. Yeah, Zermanico did a lot of uh, Green Lantern with uh, Grant Morrison, and it's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Really good clay effects. Yeah. <laughs> Agree. Yeah, there's that scene where he's in the tub. I'm like, how does that work? Mm. Very, very goopy. Yeah. Yeah, there's a scene, like all the scenes in the mirror, too, where he's like changing. It looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah, any mid transformation, like it was drawn so fucking well. All, all right, right, guys. Flash time. For the fastest man alive. Yep. All right, Flash everybody, facts. turn up, turn up uh, the the playback speed. It's time oh, to talk about no. Flash. <laughs> oh, Every God. time you remind me of that, I have another emotional meltdown. Turn this up to like five X. <laughs> We're talking about Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna go fast. That's that's the other one. You know, that's the other real fast guy. You know, Sonic is actually when Marson wrote. Flash, uh, they canonically wrote in Space Sonic that uh, was perpetually forced to race uh, people in the universe, and then Wally had to fight him at one point, and if they lost, they were going to blow up Earth. It's the most Grant Morrison thing I've ever That is ever very read. Yeah, that really That's is. almost like yeah. the tick at that point. <laughs> but yeah, they brought uh, that, and then uh, he's shown up other places. That Sonic character. I think Morrison puts him in the Green Lantern Corps. That's one of my favorite DC Comics things. Like, all it takes is someone to write a weird character and it becomes someone's favorite character. And then it. And and it's Grant Morrison. And then Grant Grant Morrison Morrison will make it the best character. But, like, like, we talked about Howard the Duck and and when we talked about Man Thing, about how Mm. it was just in one issue and Steve Gerber was like, whatever, that was just a thing. And then, like, people demanded. More Howard the Duck. And then we got one of the Chip biggest Zdarsky box office disasters of all time. It's one of the best things it... about comic books. <laughs> yep. Howard the Duck? Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> Less so about movies. <laughs> yeah. The movies medium didn't make out so well, but... No. All right. Flash. So where to start? Where to start? I guess the beginning. Uh, yeah, it's usually a good place to I start. I think this... Well, as as RJ pointed out in the last episode, this is the 
this is, I don't know if that was on mic or not, but this is a continuation of the last one we talked about, yes, right? This, this is, is one long, run. yeah, this is, the pun intended, this is yep. one <laughs> long, fast run through the Flash, and this <laughs> is just like hundreds and hundreds of issues later after Mark Wade had done it for years, and then I think Grant Morrison in there a little bit, and then it switches to Jeff Johns. So this is Jeff Johns taking over the same uh, canonical plot line for Wally, right? Uh yes yeah this is the yeah okay same book um but this is a really good starting point um because it it kind of does the origin a little bit but it's remixed to be dark and nightmarish <laughs> um <laughs> but uh yeah yeah well this this book starts out with uh Wally losing his powers and stuck in a mirror dimension classic flash problem. yeah he's stuck in a dimension where the flash never existed. I love that each issue starts with a Lewis Carroll quote um mm-hmm. and then uh yeah, so he's stuck in this this mirror dimension where the flash never existed, and there's kind of like one point where he sees this alt history where Green Lantern was the one to die in Christ on Infinite Earths, and there was just mm-hmm. never a flash around so superheroes kind of like faded out um well yeah they all kind of got to like weird fascist yeah well, and, and, and they, like, got, they didn't have and they all got murdered there's a lot of that well, yeah and while, all of those while times... he wasn't there to like well we're just yeah there wasn't there. a flash to fix yeah it, all of yeah. those times where the flash saved the day someone died so like yeah so he ends also, up he was like the heart of the team so like yeah when they fell apart there was no one to put them back together right. as a as a family unit you know so he ends up he's in also prison. trapped there with fucking with fucking snart too right he's well he too. ends up in prison oh yeah and the oh that's the issue starts, the end yeah. of the first issue is essentially captain cold breaking him out which is isn't that when so you sneeze good. and fart at the same time a snart <laughs> yeah yeah he's got a Where terrible you're holding name. In a fart and then you sneeze and then the fart escapes <laughs> uh yeah a person named leonard snart is always going to be a superhero like that's on his parents villain. really yeah that's his yeah. villain, villain. story is that that's fucking one, name yeah 100 <laughs> that is his parents he's got a terrible for not they, changing. they reference that he's got a terrible name he says he hates his own name yeah captain that's cool. why he's a super villain captain cool is the best character in this in this book that's I a real it. boy named sue story story right there um 100 he's gonna fight everyone he's so great <laughs> Uh, awesome. yeah, I do love this, this Captain Cold. Yes, I also fucking love Mirror Master, and there's so much good Mirror Master oh, in this. Yep. So I've yeah, <laughs> fucking Mirror love Master. Love a good Mirror Master. Um. So yeah, uh, uh, was it uh, Captain Cold? Uh, breaks him out of prison, and so immediately he's forced to team up with uh Captain Cold and Mirror Master to get out of this this world that he got stuck in. Um, mm-hmm. And he kind of figures out that Mirror Master and Cold were paid by someone to trap him in here, but then they got trapped themselves. Um, yeah, they got they got double crossed by whoever hired them right. to fuck with the Flash. So, so they're they're also have a vested interest to get the fuck out of here and get revenge yeah. on whoever. Fucked they, him. But uh, they don't remember it because yeah, the, or. or Captain Cold and, and Wally don't remember it because they're not used to traversing mirror dimensions, right. but Mirror Master's like, oh yeah, no, yeah, 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 we've been here. You, you, you get used to so it. So they find <laughs> Jay Garrick and, um, and Barry, right? Yeah, Barry is a... Yeah. Uh, he, he hears Barry yeah. outside, yeah, and Barry's just like a regular cop, I think. Yeah. 
he's a forensic scientist for the police like he is right yeah, yeah. Like, well, that's really, just, like regular. he really cops it up in this though yeah well yeah he's like super <laughs> a cop in this yeah the cops well, second because well, he thinks first episode this first episode, the very uh, first issue is very a cab because the cops are really fucking evil. Yeah, like, he's they not are, a like, super real cop, but he's super a uh, cop, which is bad. Yeah, yeah it's because he thinks yeah. he hears a Wally Flash is walking around as Wally, and he thinks someone's impersonating him because Wally still exists in this dimension. Yeah, so he thinks like, 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 yo, what the fuck did you do with Wally? <laughs> but also, like the, the the first thing the cops do is just absolutely beat the fuck out of Wally, because Wally doesn't have his powers in this dimension. Yes. Well, it and, seems like vigilantes and power, super-powered people are, like, heavily outlawed. And then, point. Yeah, um, because they became fascists, and then cops became fascist thugs in response to fascist And then Captain Cold freezes a bunch of the cops and punches one of their jaws off. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Such a great moment. <laughs> Wally's like, no murdering! He's like, they'll be fine. This one just doesn't have a jaw. <laughs> it'll grow yeah, back they'll, they'll thaw out eventually maybe <laughs> um do they re try to recreate the experiment to make a flash or is that something uh, else am i thinking of something i don't know i think that i think that's something else because okay. they they try to they're trying to get out of the mirror dimension so they they go they're trying to go to the green lantern uh, memorial museum right. to get uh, Mirror Master's like gun, yeah, so that he gun, can get them. Yeah. yeah, so they can get out of there. Um, and that's where they like have another fight with the cops and uh the the other mercenary from this world that's like trying to get out instead of them. Yeah, plunder. So like they're yeah, plunder and the thinker know what's happening and they're like, oh, this universe is doomed because it's unstable. So we're gonna. Yeah. take their spots and get the fuck out of here and, and go to their reality. And Wally doesn't have power, so his his option is to go steal a bunch of rogues' guns, and it's so, it's yeah. so yeah, great. He, I love it so much. He, he steals, like, Dr. Light's, like, belt, and he's like, ah, oh, flying's pretty right. tight. I like flying. And he steals uh, <laughs> Weather Wizard's wand, and he's like, I'm carrying enough firepower to level a city. <laughs> I, love, I love him with, like, all the, the gadgets and everything. It's so funny. Yeah. So I do love, you know, the classic takeaway the superhero's power to see that they don't actually need the powers to be a superhero. Right. It's classic always, trope. That's always a good You've love just it. you've just yeah. been enough ass to uh know that you can do it instinctively. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Um so then they end up getting out of the, the mirror world. Um which they And immediately Keystone City is gone. Keystone City is go- <laughs> like I love that I love that the story is so f- uh, fast-paced, ha ha ha, ha. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know, God like the the Wade stuff. Even the little bit that we talked about, there was kind of like a a, a build-up. It was it was slow. Um, and this yeah. the story is instantly engaging. It's like Wally isn't stuck in this other dimension, and he's put in prison. And it's like the the pacing is very um, like yeah, kinetic gets out of that like, dimension. Turns out his city was stolen right. by a vengeful fairy tale, and it, it's so it's so <laughs> interesting. Like it's immediately different than the rest of the run. Like it it's just like uh kind of a a kind of story we hadn't seen before. Um. So yeah, they yeah. they like figure out Keystone got uh put into another mirror, which is the the like uh highway sign and and uh 
while he like polishes the the highway sign and they enter into the the back of the sign and end up in a fantasy land east wind they yeah call east it, right? wind Wherever. where where uh the brother grim who became the king was <laughs> mad at wally for trying to teach him to yeah. not be king and then no, like he's mad at Wally for telling him to be his own person, right. then watched Wally just take up the mantle as Flash and was like, Oh, you just did yeah. the thing you told me not to do. And like that was like entire impetus for him being a terrible person. Well, because he like he gave Such his kingdom clown. over to his brother and his brother was a genocidal maniac, so then he had to become a genocidal maniac to kill his brother. It's like this whole fairy tale thing that's like told in uh like tapestry, like a two dimensional yeah. tapestry yeah. backstory. And uh yeah, dude, dude has just gone cuckoo bananas and <laughs> thinks it's all yeah. Wally's fault. And, so he takes yeah. Keystone City so he can get a lady, gets a, gets himself a flash. Well, he steals he steals Linda and turns her into his like he's like brainwashed princess. all of them. With, yeah, I yeah. love yeah, these shit, Brian yeah. Boland covers. I do too. Oh, yeah, they're so fucking good. Where, where it's like oh, the one God, panel so kind of gag from yeah, I fucking love those. Yep, Boland's the best. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Brother Grimm kind of just looks like uh, Prometheus. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, um, great. I like how <laughs> you mentioned it last last episode, RJ. But nobody seems to understand what Linda's supposed to look like. It, it's truly baffling, and it's something that continues <laughs> even to this day. Really, I gotta be honest. Uh, Actually, um. <laughs> Casey's uh, co-worker mentioned to me that they're friends with um, Greg LaRoche, who did the, the Wade stuff, and he helped create Wally, or Linda, um, and that he gets royalties every time they use her. And she's, he's been getting a lot now because she's a big part of the current run. <laughs> but I think that's, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's neat. Uh, I like that uh, he's getting, you know, royalties for that and that they're still she's still around i just realized that this guillotine that they have wally in is also a stock so when the (laughs) blade comes down it's gonna cut off both his head and hands (laughs) yeah well it's it's a stock because it's made of wood that doesn't vibrate that he can't vibrate through oh okay that's just a fucked up way to kill somebody yeah I mean, the guillotine's already a fucked up way to kill somebody, but like their hands too. That's kind of fucked up. Only if it's oh. rusty. Yeah, they're gonna oh, have Adam. a lot we're of gonna, use for their hands talk- when their head is gone. We're gonna have so much guillotine discourse in the next episode. <laughs> oh, Don't you Jesus fucking worry. Christ. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a little are fucking preview there? for my pick. I guess Let's- we are. Yeah, yeah. It's in the first. It's, it's in the first. It's trip. right in the beginning. We'll get, we'll get to it. I guess the this book, art. Yeah. This art is 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 weird man like this art had to grow on uh, me it's, it's it's very very niche early 2000s right yeah, like that stylized. was like very yeah. stylized but the thing i i'm not usually a huge fan of this art style but it works super well for the flash because it, sometimes it's like really hyper exaggerated and everything looks like it's in a fish islands like it's doing that thing where everything is like super like foreground yeah. and, and like and, really and, and heavy doing line that, work like, too and like that that trick with perspective where it's like exaggerated on purpose you know 
Um, and it works for the Flash because it it conveys motion really fucking well. You know what this art um, reminds? I, I don't I don't like this art style for anything else. Uh, I've decided that it is only good for the Flash. You know what this art style <laughs> reminds me of? Um, there were these anti smoking um ads in in the UK for a while that had Superman and Superman <laughs> fighting this supervillain named Nicotine, but the, the art style is very like. Awesome fluid and rubbery and and it reminds me of this art artwork i'll 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 drop a youtube video in the discord <laughs> but yeah incredible they uh flash has to recruit cold and mirror master into the speed force he gives them dude this these next like so funny half of this the second half of this um arc it they, they really flash it up to get out of some problems <laughs> Because to get out of the guillotine, he has to steal the velocity from the guillotine so he has enough time to vibrate and explode the stock. No, uh, and gets out of it. Um, Linda throws, he makes Linda mad and she throws an apple. And when he vibrates through things, they explode. So he vibrates through the apple right. and the apple explodes the stock. Right? Yes, okay. that is correct. But it's just. The most flash shit. <laughs> also, this isn't. All right, um, Fast and Furious enjoyer. <laughs> I understand. Honestly, hey, those also are... this isn't this isn't important at all, and I feel really pedantic for correcting you. But it was a tomato. Okay. I just have to point that out. I don't know why I need to point. That out. He threw something. I thought out, it was a pumpkin. Was a I thought tomato. it was like a little pumpkin. <laughs> it was a tomato. <laughs> little tomato pumpkin. The greatest, the greatest debate in Tales from the Short Fox. What this red? Yeah, then is? then to recruit, like you said, then to recruit Fla the cold and mirror master. Flash gives he takes the speed from Jay, takes the speed force from Jay Garrick, who's been like brainwashed, and gives it to Cold and Mirror Master, and it immediately just fucks with their heads because they don't know like, how to handle it. It also fucks with their insides. Yeah, yeah like it stomachs, fucks with their yeah. like their intestines because they're not used to that kind of their bodies. Like, yeah. <laughs> Because their body's like, I don't know what the fuck's happening. I guess we'll help. Yeah, well, because we don't really have a fucking choice. When Wally connects to the Speed Force, that's when they're like, he can just do stuff. Like, he's got powers. It's like, all right. Yeah, it's, it's, it, they kind of fall in that Superman mm -hmm. trap where they come up with a new power that he has because of his power set. Yeah. Yes. I love that. I love that about the Flash. The stealing velocity got me. Yeah. <laughs> that was a tough one for me. I yes ended with that one. <laughs> they they play pretty fast and loose with Newton Newtonian physics all the time through all That's superhero fine. comics, but it's 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 explicitly like obvious whenever there is like energy being created and destroyed constantly in the Flash. It's just like that's not how. Uh... <laughs> that's okay. That's Isaac fine. Newton not how energy works, but destroyed. yeah, that's fine. <laughs> just that's where we're just we'll just yes and it through and that's no I, problem i like that yeah. uh barry can just vibrate through things and then when wally tries to do it he explodes them yeah he can't he hasn't figured it yeah. out yet i guess yeah but it's more that, because of his like connection to the speed force i guess it just explodes them i don't know oh because he does he have a stronger connection than barry well barry doesn't have the speed well barry didn't have the speed force oh at this time he didn't have yeah. speed force Barry never, got yeah, got, yeah. It. got it. Barry was dead when the Speed Force was created. Oh, that's yeah. right, that's right, that's right. So he gets it once he comes yeah. back. Gotcha. Um, 
That makes sense. That makes sense. So they they um punch Brother Grimm and just right in his stupid machine or face and machine. Right, yeah. And uh <laughs> they they revert Keystone back to normal and then everyone ends up in their LARPing gear with no memories of what happened. Yeah, I like how Linda's just like, uh, can you tell me why I'm in this fucking <laughs> outfit? And he's like, Yeah, it, it's fine. It's, yeah, it's always okay. into it. <laughs> Um, um, my yeah, question sure. is: Was this was this Brother Grimm story from a previous thing in Wade's Run, or is nope. this just the whole cloth new? Okay, just making sure. Just because they talk about him going there right. previously, it's, which is interesting. It's played like an old Flash issue. Uh, I don't. Yeah. It could for I mean it could very well be a Silver Age Flash story, but when I looked up Brother Grimm, it's not from Wade's Run. No, it's not from Wade's Run. And when I looked up Brother Grimm, it said it was created by this team. So. Okay. So no. Yeah. Got it. But it, they they <laughs> do a convincing job because I had to look it up. So yeah, no, yeah, I absolutely. Was, I was convinced that it was just a John's old built up DC the lore thing. of that pretty yeah. well. All right. So we can get to the 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 more the non weird universe stuff of this run. Oh, just not the alternate yeah, universe. Yeah, not. They're not in a weird <laughs> fantasy realm or a magic world. I feel like yeah, the, yeah. the Wade run did that too. We're like, well, we're in another dimensional weirdness. Well, I mean, version. yeah, Flash started the multiverse. Uh, he just vibrated right through that thing. So irresponsible. Yeah, he just vibrated right Earth to Earth too. He's so just so fast that he created uh, an infinite number of Earths. Being uh, the the Flash, like with the cosmic treadmill and everything, time travel stories and alternate dimension stories are like pretty much part for the course but but also like rj's right on a literal level the very first issue that is credited with creating the multiverse mm-hmm. is when barry goes to meet jay garrick and earth too yep like um, that's that's the beginning of that's when it yep. went like oh all those golden age heroes they aren't they aren't actually just like comic book characters they just live in a different They're... dimension Right. Yeah. Right. And and that was the uh I don't know if it was the same issue or if it was just like slightly later, but it was also the first instance of like Barry looking at the reader and saying, I need your help to solve this problem. Mm. So like breaking the fourth wall and like that's that's why Grant Morrison's obsessed with the flash, is that it's just like yeah, oh, and broom. this clicked. This this clicked somewhere in, in yeah. their fucking brain that like I could do something with all of this. Yeah. So the next and now we're the... on like our ninetieth different multiverse. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, can't put it back in yeah, the box. We're all multiverse <laughs> out. Can't put it back yeah. in the box, and also like expanding it. But we also have yep. everything everywhere all at once. So, like, is it bad? No. Answer is no, because that movie's perfect. Anyway, I mean, there is yeah, there is the perfect answer to that, and it's the everything bagel from everything everywhere all at once. I was just oh I thought you were just gonna say and everything bagel because that is a pretty great. I want to eat the everything bagel from everything everywhere all at once. Same. <laughs> Get a nice little schmear. <laughs> and RJ's we just, broke RJ. RJ's just, just trying to talk about magenta. We're over here talking about <laughs> fucking bagels. Fine. Get a schmear, some locks. <laughs> Have at it. Schmear. Uh. Go ahead, RJ. Go well, ahead. The RJ. Next arc is I the will- cicada arc. Yeah, it is. It's great. 
People this shit got as so pointed weird out, the, with the, the cicada thing. The precursor to uh, um, Tom Taylor's The Detective Batman book. Yeah, it's like where, the same uh, premise. One, uh, uh, yeah, a cult yeah, is finding all the people that were saved by the hero and murdering them because they have like a weird complex about the character. <laughs> it's literally, yeah, yeah, literally just stole it from this Flash story 20 years prior. I don't think Tom Taylor knew that. I think it's just complete coincidence that it's the exact same story. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a trope now. Um, yeah. So, yeah, people start dying, and they they figure out the only connection is that they had were at one point saved by the Flash. Um, there's this great page of like he's like, how many people have they gotten so far? And you like open it, and it's just a double page splash of him surrounded by body bags. It's like, oh man. Yeah, there's some yeah, splash uh, a, pages a in this that are absolutely breathtaking. Yeah, Scott Collins is an interesting artist because uh, I, I had never encountered his art anywhere else, and um, he's like uh, a big uh, mainstay on this run. I kind of like how um, he draws like, quietly vibes. Yeah, uh, with this, yeah, like not like not as stylized, the... but very yeah, very line, the characters very really wiggly. pop. They really pop from the background. They do a lot of really strong you know background I mean? art. Yeah, like a, he's actually paying. It's strong close background attention. art, but like the main characters really. Pop. It's that heavy outline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. it's a really cool contrast. And they, uh, um, he does a great like uh, scale, like going really big all of a sudden, like that zoom out of the yeah. the room with all the bodies, or like yeah. um, zoom in. Yeah, or. Uh, he does a few fighting times. the like tornado for the weather wizard and stuff. <laughs> yeah, the weather was fucking weather wizard. <laughs> Love the names of Flash villains. They're man. so great. He has He's the best the gallery. Most, it's just so corny. they're the most silver age shit they ever, are. man. But John's John's loves them, and I mean they, I yeah, they they get such great character development in this, and I think I mentioned it last time, but there's um issues in this run that are told from just their perspective without the That's flash neat. and um the captain cold one is not only really good but just heartbreaking i love how we just keep running into him at the hockey games yeah, that yeah. they all keep going to because he's a huge fan he's a big flyers fan they're, so yeah they, they fight uh no he's they're they're playing the flyers he's they're playing the flyers. the flyers yeah they want to yeah. beat yeah Philly. Uh, and that's where we He's that's where yeah. we get our first introduction to Jesse Quick. The that's where we meet Gritty. Now the best Flash family member. I love it. <laughs> yeah, because she was talking player. about like she wants she wanted to watch the game. She wanted to watch the name of their team. I can't remember. Beat Philly. No, she's was. from Philly. Oh, she was. She was rooting yeah. for Philly. So Jesse she's Quick from, oh, she was, the, I knew somebody was a Phillies fan. She was Jesse from Quick Philly. is that's one right. of the few Flyers Philly fan. heroes. Her and Shazam. Um, <laughs> Jesse is the best. Uh. She's used a little bit in. Is this her first appearance? No, uh, she's okay. I forget. Uh, probably like a '70s creation because she's the daughter of Johnny Quick. Okay. Um, mm, and then there's okay. this amazing arc in Wage Run called Dead Heat, where it's Savitar who's the god of speed and is like killing the Flash members to take the Speed Force, and uh, they all fight. Yeah. Classic. At this she point, would, I wouldn't be surprised if the did Nesquik that Quick Bunny showed up. I think they did that in the Flash TV show. Did they? Oh, really? The not the Nesquik. <laughs> the, the fucking Nesquik. 
just <laughs> not that Nesquik. Right see, that's me not funny. being surprised if that were a thing. Uh, the speed Nesquik god. And the fucking Zavatar oh. thing. Oh my god. I think they did after they did um, reverse. Flash. Honestly, that's the my favorite arc in Wage Run. It's like one big mm-hmm. battle. And it's really it's great. Yeah. Um, and you get Speed Force ninjas because you know, of course, gotta have ninjas. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, we got <laughs> off track a lot. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, people are murdering. Anyone saved by Wally, and that includes his ex-girlfriend, who is a detective and was pregnant or had uh, was had a child, like a like a newborn child, and they're heavily uh, alluding right. that it's awkward. Yeah, well, yeah. no, it's a it's a two year old child because they broke up two years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, however old it was. Awkward. Yeah. It fits the but timeline. You get the kind of like who's the father? Then it gets lightning yeah. eyes as the like the last panel. Like, oh shit! Um. But she gets stabbed in the back. Uh, yeah, because this cult's like thinks that all the people that Wally saved is for them to take their energy. So they're like sacrifices. Yeah. And one of the Man, people Wally they... must be an unsatisfying lay. Am I right? Linda, joke about that. It's like I w- Linda makes a joke about she wants it to last <laughs> or, uh, in the last arc. Oh, so. there it is. I, I love... I think um, they're, uh, they're on top uh, of that. The one of the great like kind of uh i don't know like examples to understand wally to a t is the fact that like he's willing to help linda like move boxes but oh my he, god like, that's so funny he, she's like you're gonna uh so he like unpacks everything and then she's like you can do that again and he's like why it's like because books don't go above the kitchen like you did, you did everything, everything wrong, wrong. <laughs> Yeah, just him talking about how t- uh, talking to her dad is like an eternity. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I still keep thinking about. We talked about just a random issue of something forever ago, and there was a one-panel joke where he's sitting waiting for a microwave, waiting for a burrito to get microwaved. Oh, that's Wonder Twins, I think. Oh, oh okay, and it's yeah. just like that yeah, must absolutely. suck so much. Just waiting for a fucking yeah. hot pocket to come out yeah. of the microwave. Well, and that—that's the. That's like what I was talking about last uh, week with um, Quicksilver. That's like the explanation they give for why Quicksilver mm-hmm. is such an asshole. Because he goes to th- th- there's an issue where X Factor all has to go to therapy, and Quicksilver's just like explaining his life and like why it sucks. Because he's like constantly, it's like he's constantly in line. Always. Yeah, everything takes fucking forever. Yeah, like at that point he could just <laughs> vibrate the molecules in the burrito faster than. A microwave. Probably. Yeah, probably. Um, you just grab it and shake Superman it real fast, it real hard, and boom. Just get Superman to heat it up real yeah, quick. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, that was actually an issue of uh, World's Finest this week. Oh, my God. Seems, can, you, can, can you heat up my <laughs> that burrito? That book Oh, my Ro- God, dude. Robin and Kara go Dick's, on a fucking... Yeah, they go fucking on a date. Dick's go on the worst date yeah. ever. I love oh yeah, it's Dick. Finest. Yeah, and uh, so Dick's like, dick, "Hey, yeah. this this food is cold. Can you heat it up?" And she's like, "Are right, you don't want me to use my fucking? Are you dish fucking right kidding now. me I'm right going now? To kill God, you. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that so good. I'm gonna burn you alive. I will stop. That was a great fucking heart. <laughs> it was like the reverse of the Tom King uh, Batman Superman. Also date a great issue. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like it was like the reverse yeah. of that. <laughs> the worst date ever. So good. yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, I really like that issue. All right. Uh, anyway, back, back on track. 
back on track. Um, so yeah, there's this uh one of one of the people that um so there's this cult called Cicada uh, that's run by Cicada, um, who is this guy who's like stealing. He's like murdering all the people that Wally saved because he's like views them as holy and is stealing their like energy because he needs to resurrect his wife. Um, and one of the people that he recruits is Magenta, who is a, like, a, a magnet, she's a Magneto, um, and she's also, uh, Wally's ex, who is notoriously, uh, unstable use of powers, like, whenever she gets emotional, her powers over, uh, overcharge, um. What a shit couple, like. Like what a that's a bad combo, right? Like that is a volatile situation. They have that conversation uh, where she's like, um, or he he apologizes to her. He's like, "I was just trying to make you what I thought a girlfriend of Kid Flash would be, and never let her be a person." Um, Her going to therapy is like a kind of it's an interesting angle, and I uh, and it's like it's interesting that they kind of work that into her character, but also they have her become crazy and, and not a million times, so it's kind of like a Scarlet Witch syndrome where then it's like, not writing mental health the best. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was thinking that. Yeah. I was like, oh no, another crazy ex girlfriend who's trying to kill everyone. This there, I kinda wish super superhero books would stop doing yeah. this. There there's a good <laughs> moment in um in the Wade run where she's staying at uh in at Wally's house with Linda and Wally goes to like fight a bad guy and she's like, Oh crap, they're alone together. They're going to murder each other. And then he stops by and they're just laughing and like Linda, like got her to like chill and they're just become friends. And that, that's like my favorite issue with, um, with Frankie, but, uh, yeah, but yeah, is a character that, you know, needs, needs to be written better, but, uh, Possibly by a woman yeah, or by possibly. Mike Wade again. Right. Uh, so, yeah, they it, uh, Wally ends up getting kidnapped and put into a tube. Um, a magnet yeah. tube. Uh, I hate it when that happens. So, yeah, Cicada. Yeah, oh, we should get you one of those, a magnet tube. Yeah. Ooh, that could save me. Use the magnet to repel you're allergic stuff? to magnetism, and then you know you're allergic what are we to like then? neutrons. Then she would literally. Then she'd be dead. I mean, we can't even I'd put her in Magneto's prism at that point if she's <laughs> allergic to magnets <laughs> or plastic. Or... I'll just say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So they beat they beat Cicada. Um, well, he tries uh, to resurrect his how. wife, and he does, and then she's like, "You murdered she's me." She's mad. She's She's real fucked yeah. up. She's real mad. Like she's like it would you, yeah. you did think you thought killing a bunch of other people would make up for the fact that you murdered me? What the fuck? Also, like and it's not he's... too hard to beat cicadas. It's just winter. That's how you beat cicadas. <laughs> Captain Cold could help. Could have gotten out, a Captain Cold, and then you're and then you're good Captain for like Cold? eighteen yeah. years. And then you don't have to worry about him for like a whole generation. <laughs> yep. He's not literally a cicada. I think we need to point that out to the so listeners. It's an old guy with a who calls himself. Oh. oh my god, so dumb. Yeah, yeah I, Cicada's wife is like a, like a, like a mummy. She's like a yeah. What yeah, was that about? Yeah. Well, it's because she's been dead yeah, for she's 100 been dead years. For a yeah, long it's, time. it's a real, it's a real um, <laughs> uh, like, Mr. Frost kind of situation, isn't oh, it? Oh, 
Kind of, Mr. yeah. Mr. Freeze? Mr. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Frost. <laughs> well, it, it's funny. Captain it's funny Frost. <laughs> Can I, have a, can I get a Mr. Freeze? No, we have Mr. Freeze at home. Mr. Frost okay? I guess. <laughs> but it's funny because Captain Cold uh, dissed Mr. Freeze earlier for being like, you know, that, that fucking lover boy. Lovesick puppy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah, starts too busy at hockey games with his fucking uh, sex workers. So now we get Zakana who's just a Mr. Freeze. He's been a Mr. Freeze this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the Scott Snyder Mr. Freeze, where it turns out that Nora didn't actually like him. So he's just obsessed with Oof. this lady. And it's like, oh man. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, no. Uh, we jump into that whole. I made that joke about never bring me back from the dead because I'll be fucking pissed. <laughs> That's exactly what happens here. He brings <laughs> his true. wife like, back from the dead. Happy. His wife's like, why the fuck would you do this? Fuck you. I was fine. Especially, especially after you murdered yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So good. All right, and then and then we get Tar Man. Tar Pit. Yeah. Tar Pit. Tar Pit. Tar Man. Tar Tar Pit which tar pit. leads in Oh, I'm thinking of Return of the Living Dead. That's Tar Man. Uh, yeah, Sorry. Tar Man. <laughs> right, but tar, tar Pit is just a 22-year-old mafia son's boss or mafia boss's son who's a loser and can astral project into random things but then gets stuck into tar. A real nepo baby this guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I love that he's like, uh, he's a hockey fan, so he's like showing up at the hockey game and like causing chaos. And then Captain Cold like tries to freeze him because he's like, I've paid good money for these seats. Yeah, I want to yeah. watch this fucking game, bro. <laughs> I like to think this is the same hockey like the game playoffs. that keeps getting interrupted, <laughs> and they they have to keep I postponing <laughs> because of supervillain activity. Right, supervillain well, fuckery. I, mean, I, was... I do want to see Tar Pit fight Gritty. That'd be incredible. What about Clayface? Clayface oh. would be a good, would be a good yeah. matchup. Also, uh, Casey would be allergic Captain to this Cold. guy, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, I would. I would be able Bird, to fight like Tarpin. His name's Tarpin, but he's just like molten rock. Well, he's 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 <laughs> liquid tar, asphalt. He's literally asphalt. Mm, yeah. I love that. That's just not uh, a very good name. Wally's like Wally's. Uh, yeah, the way Wally beats him is essentially runs outside and grabs like a, a uh, like a citrus solvent and like is yeah. going to hit him with it but then uh he tarpic grabs the tube himself and he's like what is this and like rips it open and sprays it on himself it's like wow way to go so he gets him with goo gone yeah essentially yeah yeah pretty much yeah. it is literally goo gone some goof <laughs> off um but yeah. he ends up in iron heights which leads to our last arc uh where before he gets some weather, you know, he gets some weather wizard thrown yeah. in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Weather. Weather wizard trying weather, to get his weather wizard. Yeah. Turns out he's actually the son of the baby. I love how hard to say. <laughs> Father of the baby. Weather, weather wizard. wizard uh, it's real tough. Yeah. yeah he wants it because because like yeah. his kid can control the weather without a stupid wand, and he's like, I want my baby, so I can so figure cut that out. Shit, so, so I give can it to me. kill it. So I can, I can fucking dissect it and uh, like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, the, the detective's baby was actually Weather Wizard because Weather Wizard was the rebound after Wally dumped her. Dumped him? Uh, yeah. What a yeah. bitch. What <laughs> a dickhead. Yep. And, yeah. yeah that's so should, that's that why should... it was lightning coming out of the kid's eyes. I like how we just got a whole Mari episode of which lightning gimmick mm -hmm. super guy is this kid's father. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> And it was Weather so Wizard. He ends up in Iron Heights. Iron Heights is the the prison that's kind of like Arkham, uh, but it's under new management. Uh, Warden Wolf, 
Is it just like a regular prison, right? But for like, for like super, it's like for super villains. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was uh, supposed to be a mental asylum or it was just a straight up prison. I feel like if it nah, was a mental prison. asylum, they would have just stuck him in Arkham with everybody else. Or they already mm. would have escaped. Yeah, I mean, point. Arkham is pretty good much point. a prison. <laughs> they, yeah, but like, there's like a, there's like a, they pretend to be uh, yeah. a mental institution. Like some of them no, just there's don't none even of pretend, that. you know, I just, yeah. They're okay. all bad. We can agree. None and, of them yeah, no, I agree. I don't know if it was like a raft situation where they just don't even try to pretend right, yeah. it's not. A hole yeah, in the it's, it's that. <laughs> and and now okay. uh, in the current run, Wolf is mayor because of course, um, yeah, the, the warden, warden guy. guy. Yeah, so uh, Warden Wolf is this this kind of this new character who takes over um, control of the prison. And uh, when anyone when uh, anyone makes him angry, he like his like eyes glow and his muscles spasm. So clearly, he has superpowers. Um, and he runs a uh runs the prison um but very unethically because of course dude i love this i thought That's whoever redundant. was drawing this i thought they were <laughs> i thought they fucked up and put weather wizard in the wrong outfit. Oh. <laughs> and then they're like oh no we we drew up your old outfit um because if you escape and you're wandering around all of my guards if they see anyone in a super costume they just shoot on sight. I'm like, oh, you're that kind of yep. warden. Got it. <laughs> so th- th- this story is essentially there's a virus outbreak in the prison and Wally and Pied Piper finally get Pied Piper um, have to go and figure out what's causing the virus and figure out a cure, um, which mm-hmm. is it's a cool like quarantine uh, story. Um, and we also learn about the, the villain Murmur who freaks me the yeah. fuck out. Yeah, he's yeah, real creepy. creepy. I read, real I read this when I was like fucker. 13, and that's like, his yeah. design that, is like burned into my brain. Dude would give me full-on nightmares right. at that point, yeah. So Murmur is a... Real, real Zaz vibe. Yeah, definitely. Murmur is a serial yeah, killer. Like, like, way creepier. <laughs> uh, he's a serial killer who was infamous for like cutting people's tongues out, and he was a, um, a case that Barry had worked on, and um they so they get into the prison they're wearing like masks and they figure out that uh the the virus like makes your throat close so they figure out that it's murmur who's doing it because he's trying to keep everyone silent because he's got this whole thing about noises and you know cutting people's tongues out so they don't make noise and uh he's cut his own tongue out um and uh so they they have to science up a a cure real quick um, was, yeah, him yeah. and Jay science up a cure real yeah. fast, which is but good. It, I, yeah, I like seeing some uh some flash science stuff, you know, because that's like kind of still at the core of a few of yeah. the characters. Wally's just not, but like Jay's like, oh, I'm a scientist, I'm gonna help. And out then the, yeah, and being. to show further how corrupt the prison is, when they get down there, they like meet a like a nuclear radiation guy in a tube who's clearly. <laughs> being like powering the prison like wolf is clearly like using this guy to to be a generator yeah. um his name is fallout uh and it's and it's not comfortable yeah. for him it appears to be very bad well, yeah i mean I'm, I'm sure being used as a battery isn't really the best thing not great yeah not great so they just kind of let him go because they're trying to help enough. him out but well 
Yeah, yeah, for yeah real. they really just kind of leave they, them. Someone starts <laughs> yeah. breaking. Someone up. starts breaking free all the rogues, and it's kind oh, of that's like right. not the time to worry about uh, him. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, it's so, like that character from the Venture Brothers. Uh, their version of the Fantastic Four, their Jody Storm is just constantly screaming <laughs> because he <laughs> right. he's on fire and can feel it. And then their version of Reed just uses him as a battery. Yeah. Oh God, he's I love that. Right. I love that episode. That that team. It's fucking messed up, yeah. man. Mister Impossible. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's Stephen Colbert, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. for a while, I think Stephen Colbert did. The first couple appearances, and then it's gotcha. one of. I think it's like, yeah, it's one of the main guys ends up doing the voice after. All right. So we, yeah, I mean, this the book ends on a cliffhanger because it kind of is the setup for, uh, the the big arc in this run, which is the Rogue War. Uh, someone is like, uh, kind of beefing up the Rogues, giving them new abilities, and they break them all out and. Is, uh, at the end, you see the the new team, because um, they they actually recruit Murmur. So, yeah, God, fucking creepy as Very shit. Very creepy. Dude. I love great character. Horrifying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking horrifying. Yeah, Flash needed some scarier rogues, and man, did they oh, deliver! Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. There's, there's some weird also looking shit. You know, from- also, Girder, who's a metal man. Yeah. Metal yeah. Golem. That's a good. That's a good name for yeah. a metal guy. That is. The, uh, in the most recent run, they just um, put him back in prison using a using a magnet. Wally ran with a giant magnet strapped to his back and was like uh, just attracting him through the, all the like trees and everything. It was very funny. I love it. That is great. There I you go. That. That's some practical. That's some. That's some problem solving yeah. right there. Oh yeah. All right. Some flash, baby. We did. I'm surprised they had to give him a magnet and they didn't come up with some way of being really fast makes you a magnet also. <laughs> I mean that was in the that was in the beginning of the Wade run where uh Barry Allen like fucked up a, oh, a, a experiment, turned himself into an electromagnet. Oh, yeah, they did do that. <laughs> he was just at the at the dinner table with like forks yep. and shit. He also turned uh magenta into like an electromagnet. Oh, yeah, they to did help that. Beat they were doing that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> fucking magnets and fucking speed force. Let's go. Work. Dude. <laughs> Uh, no one knows. We'll never All know. Right. We'll never we'll, know. Yeah, we'll we'll literally never know. That's it. We're, <laughs> oh, we're good. Well, so we y'all y'all fucking ready for Archie's next like, week? Y'all? Shut up, everybody. Shut up. Shut, shut up. Shut up. up. Get out. Shut up. This Just wanted a- to talk about Flash. <laughs> you guys suck. Well, uh, next week y'all are in for a goddamn treat because we're talking about the Invisibles. We're finally oh, doing oh it. Oh God. <laughs> 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 I don't have time uh, to read that. No, y'all are gonna fucking process. love you it. Get weird. Oh, Let's get man. fucking weird. I, I like how we got like super weird. You want to get nuts? And then even weirder. And then like we took a break to talk about the Flash for a couple of weeks. And now we're just gonna get fucking real weird again. Well, I wasn't gonna do the Invisibles, but then Sean did Promethea, and like I'm not gonna be out fucking magicked here. Like it's not gonna <laughs> happen. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna see your Kabbalah, and I'm gonna raise you. Anarchist time angels, okay? Like that's what yeah, I'm gonna fucking do. Many Cast step some fucking up. spells. He 
He did and see the time buttholes. He saw the time buttholes, and yeah. he wrote. They wrote. They. I'm sorry. Uh, they saw the time buttholes, they, and they yeah. wrote a comic book about it. So sure did. Let's fucking go. Sure did. I'm sorry, the time buttholes. <laughs> we'll get there. I'm sure. Yeah, you fucking heard me. <laughs> uh, Gray Morrison did a bunch of drugs in uh, on top of a mountain and saw. Uh, no, they were they were supposedly stone sober in Kathmandu, and they got a bunch of aliens. Bullshit. I, mean, I know. He's, I agree. Uh, they I hear saw. You. I'm he just saw telling the you what they angels said. And all of time happening at once, and it was like a bunch of buttholes, and it would be going in and out of the buttholes, as and you could see all of time as the time angels were flying around. We could just cut this. Yeah, I've this done psilocybin a, this too, a, Sean. I understand. <laughs> yeah. This is a conversation. So then you're this on the is same a conversation page, bro. for next week. All right. So, uh, yeah. so, so and it was he was so tune yeah. in next week as we we jump deep into the time butthole and we talk about invisible. That's not even in the first trade of invisibles. That's at the uh, end. Jesus Christ, I'm just trying to get us out of this. <laughs> All right, so so join us next week as we get into some of the weirdest shit I've ever read in my life. Um, and join us on the Discord. And uh, if you're feeling generous and you want some extra podcasts in your life, uh, go to go to our Patreon and give us some money. I'll give you links to all that stuff in the episode description. So uh, yeah, for for us, we're Tales from the Short Box. Uh, goodbye, everybody. <laughs>